Welcome to me again. Week six, take a break. And this was an unremarkable week. It feels weird to say that. It wasn't a bad week or anything. It was just unremarkable. And I know that's not the best thing to say ahead of this show that you're about to spend an hour of your life listening to. But yeah, I mean, I saved my job, which was absolutely a fantastic moment. But other than that, it was just a whole lot of me cheating on my diet and a whole lot of me getting tickets to go see Bianca Del Rio, which I'm super hyphy for. But for now, I'm going to let you guys get into it because this is me again, the self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey, everybody, it's me again. And I'm, I don't know why I'm feeling like low energy and depressed. And I don't know why. Like, I, it took a lot of convincing to get me just to leave the office tonight. I was just sitting there like, I could just, I'll fall asleep on the floor. It's fine. I just don't want to have to force myself to get up and do anything. And I don't know what it's about. I mean, I've got a few theories that we will get into as I get into the stuff later. But yeah, man, I don't know what it is because I had a pretty average day for the most part. Like me and Emily got to hang out. Then I spent a lot of good time with Ripley. And then I recorded shows with Brady and a show with Blake. And that should have like got my energy up and got me happy and ready to go home, which is what it usually does. But for today, I don't know what it is. Something's, something's getting me and I don't know what it is. It's also like super foggy out tonight and that is just adding to it because I think I've talked before about the fact that that when I leave the office at 1, 2 in the morning, I always get a little unnerved and get a little on edge because it's like I was afraid of of the dark as a kid and so now as an adult it kind of unnerves me to be going back home that late at night. I don't know what it is and so the fog is only adding to the anxiety. And, like, it is really damn foggy. Like, I can't even see... Usually I can see way down the road and see, like, Walmart and all the places that I pass by on my way home. But I can barely see that right now. Um, But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? What's awesome today? And today... It is Lee Shackelford, the writer and, I guess, director and main voice actor for the podcast Relativity. It is a show that he started a while back, and it is a really awesome, awesome sci-fi show about a scientist who's trapped on a, uh, trapped on a spaceship that's hurtling through the planets, and he's only got contact with a uh, single operator back on Earth. And so the first season was literally just him and then Elena Jordan, who is the other voice actor, who is an absolutely fantastic talent. And they brought me on. And so I'm actually one of the voice actors for it. I, I play Prithvi, who is one of the other workers. And it was a role that I wanted because I had never gotten a voice acting role outside of my own stuff. And for some reason, that was just like that immediately said, oh, that's not valid. Like, in my head, that's one of the things I think I'm going to have to get over is the fact that, oh, I'm only doing voice acting in my shows, so it's not valid. My talent's not valid. What I've done isn't valid. The shows I've created, because it was just me. No one said I was good. I just did it, and so that's the argument my mind tries to tell myself when I think about me as a podcaster and stuff like that. My, My inner... Oh, what was it that she called it? My inner tyrant, as uh, my friend Leela described it earlier today, is telling me, 
you're not good enough because you do your stuff independently. And you, and the only reason you do that is because you're afraid that everyone else thinks you're bad. And Lee was the first person to basically look at me and say, no, you've got something. I really enjoy your talent. Please come on the show. And he brought me on as Prithvi, who is an Indian man. And I was instantly like, okay. You know I am the most ca- Caucasian man in existence, right? And Lee goes, no, it's okay. Um, you don't have to do an accent if you would like to. And we eventually kind of worked around, and I found an accent for Prithvi that I liked because obviously the go-to for most people in America for an Indian accent would be something like this. And that's not what I wanted for him. I wanted it to be a little bit more conversational, a little more... Basically, I wanted Tan France from Queer Eye. (laughs) And so I came down and I gave him a bit... He has hints of that Indian accent, but he also has uh, British influence and things like that. And so I'm rambling because I need to get back to what this is about. And that is Lee Shackelford. Because that man has saved my bacon in more times than I can count. Because... When I was in high school, I wanted to be a playwright. And I wrote this entire one-act play called... Uh, wow, I can't, even, I can't believe I can't remember the name of it right now. Up to Date, that's what we called it. And it is a play about a man who wants to marry his girlfriend. It's the first girl he's ever wanted to marry. It's the first girl he's ever dated. And his friends basically look at him and say, No, you've not experienced enough people. You're just... You're just doing this because you're you're afraid of trying to find anyone else. And if I wrote it today, it would probably be a little bit more understanding of the person's mindset and not just kind of joking about it. But they force him to go on multiple dates with multiple women in order for him to get up his quota, as it were. And it's a fun, just little farce play. And I entered it into a competition. And Lee, it would have been knocked out in the first round because the person who judged it straight up hated it. She was like, no, there's too many. It's too much crass humor, too many jokes that were offensive. And for Lee, he was like, no, it's hilarious. And he gave my score. The only uh, the only thing that would move it forward in the competition, which was a perfect 50 and he gave it a perfect 50 and I ended up winning first place in the entire state for playwriting thanks to Lee. Then I went to college and Lee taught script writing at UAB and the first semester I was there I didn't get cast in anything and it bugged me and so Lee looked at me and just said then do your own show. And we did. We put on a version of Up to Date and so Lee helped me there. He's the one who taught me basically everything I know about how to craft a story because I know what I'm very good at knowing what my voice is when it comes to writing, but as far as like actually shaping and molding it into the story that it needs to be, all of that is Lee. Lee taught me everything I know about that. And then to give me that role as a voice actor, Lee is awesome. Check out Relativity. It's in its final season right now, and I'm super sad to see it go. But give Lee all the love you can. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And what I did today that's awesome is I got to read my favorite scary story of all time, because I am not a scary man. I do not like scary stuff at all. Um, Cabin in the Woods, because I've seen it enough times, is probably the closest I will go to the horror genre, but for the most part, it's just my not my bag. I don't like it. But I do love the Goat Man story, because it's a clever creepypasta that was written a long time ago. I think 2012 was when it was published, and it is deeply genuinely horrifying and I love reading it because I it it 
it scares me, which then will force my voice to express how much it scares me, which then makes it scarier for the people around me. And so I read it on a load of BS today, and the gimmick of the episode was going to be we would stop it periodically and say what we would do in our film adaptation of it and make jokes about it and basically ease the tension. By the end of the show, we couldn't ease the tension. We tried. We tried making jokes, but both me and Blake were just like, we're just too scared. We're too scared to do anything. And this kind of gets into what I did that wasn't awesome, but I let the story affect me too much because afterwards, I just felt way too spooked and way too scared. And I think that's the reason my depression kicked in was my anxiety got super, super high. And then my body was just like, but we're fine now. We don't need the anxiety. And it went to the exact opposite direction, which was just real depression and just wanting to lay around and do nothing. And that sucked. And I I think it was also because I was exhausted. That was another reason. Um, And the third reason, and the third thing that I did today that wasn't awesome, is I forgot to eat a lot again, y'all. I don't know what it is. I have no appetite. Like, earlier to when we went to Atlanta the other day, all we did was, like, snack on small things from gas stations, and Emily would just keep staring at me like, hey... Can we please go eat? I am, my blood sugar is getting low. I'm about to pass out. Like, I need food. I'm like, I am full. Like, I have plenty of food. I don't understand what, what do you mean? We just ate. And she's like, we had like a candy bar from a gas station. What do you mean? And for some reason, my appetite just hasn't been there. And I've never been that kind of person. I've been the other person who would eat when he wasn't hungry And now I'm at a point now where I'm just like, I just don't feel hungry. I don't need to eat. It's fine. And that sucks because now I'm, it's going to affect me without me knowing. Like, I think it's definitely adding to the depression. So hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to plan out meals and that'll help me because planning out, I have to eat this at this time and I have to eat this at this time. That's going to help me. And I think it'll also help my hunger because my hunger will ramp up knowing that food is coming. But for now, I have no idea. I had Wendy's at like probably 12 hours ago, man. It was a while back and I'm still not hungry. I've, I don't have the appetite for it and I, it, it sucks. And I'm fairly sure that's a depressive symptom, but man, I, I really want a therapist or so like a psychiatrist to just listen to this show and just send in like, you know, I know we haven't met in person, but here's a prescription for pills. Like, you need these. <laughs> and now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And y'all, I'm not lying when I say I was extremely creeped out by the goat man story. And I was very freaked out. And I knew I was going to end up basically more or less like this. Either, like, depressed or anxious. It was going to go one of the two ways. And I saw it. I was aware of it. I saw the little depressed angel on my shoulder, and I said, what do you need, buddy? And he goes, and the the depression angle looked at me. Depression angle, wow. And the depression angel looked at me, and he said, you know something, bud? Right now, we just need to relax and watch videos of our favorite wrestler. And so I sat down and watched a lot of clips of CM Punk on YouTube just talking about random stuff because he's just a cool guy in general. Like, even beyond being a great wrestler, he's just a great guy. Like, I know, me as a person, if you ever ask me, like, would you ever, like, 
be cool friends with a 40-year-old? Would you be quick best friends with a 40-year-old? I'd be like, no, absolutely not. Like, there's just too much of an age gap, too much of an age difference. Then I'm like, no, but I would be best friends with CM Punk because CM Punk is amazing. So um, basically today I saw I saw the issue, and I'm, I love that because of this show, I'm getting better at recognizing issues when they come up and making things uh, not the bad way that they are. Or if I can't do it in that moment, see what I need to do in the future. So like the stuff we did last week with the injections, me realizing like, oh, I have to get into meditation harder. And I have to, and earlier today, I have to get into eating better. It's just me slowly realizing all of these different things. And it's thanks to you guys. And I thank you guys for that. Because otherwise, I would be a puddle, a puddle of mess right now. So yeah, I'm gonna go inside right now. I I hope you guys are having a good day wherever you are. I hope your mental health journeys are going great, and I hope this show is helping you. If it is, let me know, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I have learned some interesting facts today. And I'm going to apologize in advance for how just dookie horrible my voice sounds. But that is because I learned that the flu mist is not a a dead flu strain they give you. Like, you know how vaccines are like dead. It's a dead disease that they give to you. Apparently it's like just weakened. So it's still the flu. They're still just putting the flu in your body. Not a dead version of it to help you build up antibodies. So, I currently feel like hot dog garbage, and it made me mad because, like, I was fine day one, day two, day three I had a little bit of a scratchy sore throat and, like, a lowered appetite, like I said, so I'm like, oh, this is all that it'll be. I'm, I'm a superhero. I can put up with anything that comes my way, and then today I woke up with my head pounding, my muscles weak, my nose all kinds of stopped up. Basically, all of the good, good flu symptoms that were happening were happening to me. Meanwhile, Emily was messaging me, and it was all happening to her, too. So apparently, upon, on day three, the the flu rises and just starts destroying your body. And that's where I am right now. So for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness because I just don't want to talk a lot today, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, number one, what am I grateful for today? And uh, that's my bed. Guys, I mean, my bed has everything I can want. It's got nice comfy pillows it's got a weighted blanket i don't know if we talked on the show about the weighted blanket but we've got like it was originally for emily but emily wasn't like okay emily was liking it but i stole it from her i'll just be honest there um because like i've said before when i get home late at night that's when my anxiety is the super strongest that's when my brain starts running wild like hulkamania brother and so I took a I took a weighted blanket and that's really awesome and I've got this big fur blanket and my bed is just amazing for when I'm feeling ultra crappy like this I can just lay down drink one of my orange cream sodas and relax while watching uh, either HBO or some old YouTube videos so yeah the bed it's what I'm grateful for almost every day I'm grateful for this ding dang thing but especially today. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I did so little crap today. 
Like, I laid around in the bed all day. We ordered pizza because we were not about to try to just... We were not about to try to get up and do anything. We were just like, please just give us pizza and let us die. Um, and other than that, it, it was literally just laying around in bed all day. So it was a struggle for me to come up with something I did that was particularly awesome. Um, but today what I did that was awesome was I made a hot toddy because I knew that I, I needed something. I needed me a cocktail and a hot toddy is like this perfect little thing that you can give yourself because it's got honey, which is good for you when you're like a little bit sick and lemon juice and also whiskey and hot water and that's it. And I threw some cinnamon in there because um, cinnamon, like the spiciness of the cinnamon actually will draw blood to like your throat. And I'm not sure if this is real, but it's one of the things I've read online is that cinnamon, since it's spicy, will like draw your blood towards uh, an affected area. So basically it helps soothe my throat and it was a really good drink and it was really nice. Another awesome thing I did was download this app called Habitica and I haven't used it in a very long time, but I used it when I was fresh out of college when I had a lot of stuff that I needed to get done, but I couldn't really focus on anything. It was hard for my brain was really scattered. So Habitica is essentially an RPG where you put in the things that need to get done, where you put in all of the habits you want to maintain for a day, put in all the negative habits you want to avoid. And at the end of the day, you basically go in and check off everything you've done. And if you've done it, you get mana and you get experience points and your character gets to level up. And if you forget to do a habit or something important like that, or if you do a negative habit, it will then take HP away from you. So basically, it takes a to-do list and turns it into this awesome, fun little RPG you can play. I remember I used to be really into it outside of college, and now I'm bringing it back because I'm hoping it'll help me remember a lot of the things I want to get done every day. I did pick the worst day to do it, though, because it was the day where Six Scotty took over, and Six Scotty was like, Nah, fam, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it today. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And that is, I didn't accept help. And I needed help as much as I want. don't want to admit that. But essentially, like I said, I felt like crap all morning. Like, complete. And I... This was the day where I had to take care of Ripley, and so my Emily was messaging me like, do you want my mom to come pick her up? Do you want my parents to come pick her up? Anything so you can stay there and rest? And I was like, no, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me at all. I'll be perfectly fine. And so I, I toughed it out, and it was fine. Ripley kept, other than a few moments where she was crying a lot, she was a perfectly good little baby. But at the same time, I would have liked to sleep those few hours I had there and see if I could sleep away this few flu, flu crap. But uh, I didn't, and so then I ended up having to call out of work, and that meant that they're going to keep me later on Saturday, so... I kind of screwed my, I screwed future Scotty in order for present Scotty to be happy, and I don't know how I feel about that. I guess I'll know on Saturday when it, when it all comes to a head and I actually do have to work those extra five hours in that shift. Now, what did I do today to help myself? And, like I said, I called out of work. 
And that was that was the ultimate weight lifted off my shoulders because otherwise I was going to be working all day this week. Probably would have started in, I don't have my schedule for November yet, but I would have had to have assumed that I would have probably worked like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday there. So I would have had another eight day in a row shift and I just couldn't do that. Especially not today, y'all. So I, I know I didn't accept help from my family when I can't come to the sickness, but I did at least allow myself to help myself by going, I'm going to not go to work. I'm going to stay home, drink a hot toddy, and fall straight asleep. And that's what I did. And Emily came home, and me and her basically got to lay in bed and be in a nice, sick cuddle puddle for a while. <laughs> and uh, But now I'm finally getting back home. I actually had to go pick up Ripley, and I, that makes me happy. I actually did not do any work today, and that's kind of... I know a couple of weeks ago I was like, I know one day I'll probably have a day where I don't work, and now I've kind of had a few in the past couple of days, and some of them have been really, really great, and then some of them have been like this, where it's real garbage and a lot of throat sick sickiness. But uh, for now, I'm about to get home, drink a lot of tea, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and today went by really, really fast. And I know it feels weird because I've learned, I think we talked about either last week or maybe even this week, um, how I put place markers in days and it helps me figure things out. So right now it feels like the day went by fast, but also if I remind myself that, hey, also you remember you edited like this entire long uh, episode of Opposite Attractions today, right? And I'll be like, no, 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 I did that last week. I'm like, no, 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 that was today. That's that's one of the ways that I'm helping me realize that today's aren't wasn't long and sorry it's late at night so I am rambling but yeah that I've said before I hate having days that seem like they go by super fast and today seems like that so I'm having to say things like that episode of Fight Boys you were you uh, edited a long time ago yeah that was actually this morning that's helping me not have my panic over oh no things are going by so fast so now let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness because it really wasn't much of a day. It was a whole lot of work, 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 and more work, and that was it. So first off, what am I grateful for today? And today is more of a, just a general thing, not as much a thing that I'm grateful for that exists today. But y'all, I'm just grateful that Disney World exists. I mean, I could go on and on about Disney World, and I technically do because I have a podcast about it, but it's just one of those places that before I went, and I never went, I hadn't gone to Disney World until I was 22, 23, somewhere around there, like literally a few months before I moved to Orlando. And I was like, it's Disney World, it's whatever, it's a whole bunch of shilling for products that I won't want, and rides about movies that I don't care about, and literally after that one trip, I immediately fell in love with the magic, because there's something magical about Disney World, and I know that's the generic thing a lot of people say, but like, those people, and as someone who's worked there, I can say, the people that work there 
desperately like need you to have a good time. It's part of our job description to make sure you have the best time possible. And a lot of the lessons I learned from working at Disney, I still take into my jobs to this day. Like I always put a customer's happiness and their fun above like my own personal like pay or getting money for the company. I always try to make sure like uh, customers first. And that's the way it really needs to go. And yeah, Disney World, they do it the best. And man, I want to go back. We were supposed to go back in January, but now I won't be able to go back until maybe like April. And that sucks because I love Orlando. Like even beyond Disney World, I love Orlando to death. I know I said like the worst year of my life I had down there, but also some of the best times of my life I had down there. So it's always a great time to go back to Orlando. And that's what I'm super grateful for is that entire part of Florida. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And, okay, I'm going to have to go a little inside baseball. But a couple of weeks ago, I told you guys, like, hey, problems are getting fired. No big deal. Um, one of the other things they told me is that I had to open five credit cards because I work for a company that they have their own store card and they are adamant. Like, they go hard on making sure you sell credit cards to people. And if you don't, you have to basically go to a class that is kind of like punishment every single uh, every single month. And now they've kind of doubled it up to every two weeks that you have to go to it. And it's just this big, ridiculous thing. And they said by the end of the fiscal month of October, which will be this Saturday, I have to have four. When I went to work to get today, I had zero. And I was being a real grumpy butt because in my side of the store, there were there are 10 employees and there were only nine credits sold, meaning that for each employee, there's not, e- there's not even a credit per employee. So I was being a real sad sack and a real sad butt about it. But I said, you know what? Let's just walk around and try. And I ended up getting two. And I hadn't gotten any for like the past three months. And that was one of the main reasons that they brought me in and gave me that wake-up call of, hey, you need to do better. And I got two in one day. And I know it doesn't seem like a big deal to you guys, but God, it was such a great moment of like, hey, I, I did the thing. The thing you told me to do, I did it. And I did it by, you know, the way that I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to do it, which is to stay in my department, talk to my people, and try to get my clients to get credit cards because they were like, oh, you can't get them in your department. You're going to have to go to the other side of the store. And I'm sitting there like, no, I'm not about to try to steal credits from people on the other side of the store because I know they're in just as bad a shape as I am. And also, I didn't do it in a way that compromised how I feel about interacting with customers or anything like that. I got them my way And it was just a really great feeling of knowing that I can do this and I can do it my way. Because that's kind of how I felt all year when it comes to like podcasting and all everything else is a matter of seeing my success grow and seeing me get invited to Google and invited on bigger podcasts. It makes me excited because I know I can do it and I know I can do it my way. I don't have to go into any other person's realm of how to, how to perform and how to perform well. So that made me really excited. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And that's honestly, it was one of those days where everything was so unremarkable that it was really hard to pinpoint a thing that I did that wasn't awesome. Um, but really, I guess cheat on my diet 
that's kind of the one thing that I did that wasn't awesome. And it wasn't even a big cheat. Like at work, uh, in one of our departments, we sell fancy candy and they invited me over to come sample some of it. So instead of remaining vegan, I ate a bunch of candy instead of having normal lunch. And you know, it's not even, (laughs) I feel bad because I don't even feel bad about this. Usually when I discuss something that I did today, that wasn't awesome by the end of it, I'm like, and I will try to do better tomorrow. But right now I'm just like, I know I shouldn't have ate that candy, but y'all, that was some good, it was some good chocolate orange Godiva stuff. It was fantastic. And I feel like it is important to give yourself a little treat once in a while, but I have been getting bad about, you know, giving myself too many treats that were very much unearned. As much as I want to be like, I had the credits and I I've had a good day, so big boy deserves candy. I'm like, I had pizza two days ago. <laughs> like I shouldn't I shouldn't do this, you know? But uh I, so yeah, it's not something big that I did that was bad, but it is still important to call myself out when I do something like that. Now finally What did I do today to help myself? And today is the day that I finally learned the importance of breaks and also the fact that a break doesn't have to be like 30 minutes to an hour. So we recorded Fight Boys tonight and I had a little bit of extra time before the show and usually that would be time I would be trying to edit something or panic over something or try to get something done. Today I decided just to give myself a 15 minute period where I could take a break, where I could rest. And it might might not have even been 15, it might have been like five minutes, but I took a few moments to just center myself, rest, and get ready for the show ahead of me, and it helped the show. And I feel like that's really important to remember is like, a lot of people don't like to take breaks, and me especially, I used to not like taking breaks at all, because I was like, that, I'm not working, I'm not working. But technically you are. Because you're prepping your body to do the next thing it's going to do. Whereas if you just try to rush through everything, it's going to ruin it. So, like, I don't know. Taking that break is very important because that is giving you... That's working on yourself in that moment. It's giving yourself that time to rest before you go in and do the next podcast or do the next thing. It helps your brain relax so your brain can then kick it into high gear. Otherwise, you're just going to start burning on empty and it doesn't work. So I feel like a break is just as important as food, as water. It is fuel for your body. And so like even before I did this show, like I was sitting in my rocking chair at home just like rocking back and forth thinking like, okay, let's just take a few moments to rest. Let's think about the show but not worry about it. So try to think about what I want to talk about for what I did that was awesome. And like having those few moments to rest and actually think is going to help performance a lot more than you think. And it helped me a lot tonight and it's something I definitely need to keep in mind because like last week I was even talking about I didn't take a break before I recorded something with Blake and the show suffered for it. So it is important to take a take a quick break, take a quick mental check-in even if it's only for like 2-3 minutes before you do something big and I feel like it'll help you a lot. So I am at home I'm really hungry because other than that chocolate and some protein shakes, I haven't eaten a lot today. So I may go in, grab a snack, grab some water, and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hello, everybody. It's me again. And today was a good day. 
Not even in a, oh my god, so many amazing things happened kind of way. Just in a, I woke up and didn't feel like staying in bed all day kind of way. In a, my depression wasn't attacking me today kind of way. In a, I've got to celebrate the small victory kind of way. That's how today was good. Because I, I, I'm going to get into more of it later. But I mean, I, I woke up and I felt energized and ready to go. I felt excited to play with my baby and make her stop crying instead of me getting irritated. Everything went well. I went to work. I watched some AEW wrestling. Then I came home and got ready for the wrestling pay-per-view that's going to be this weekend. It was just a really grand it's it's a grand old day. It's a high flying day. That doesn't work. Anyways, let's currently get into the four pillars of awesomeness so maybe I can explain to y'all why I had such a daggum good day. Well, for the first part, what am I grateful for today? What's awesome today? And today, I'm just grateful for the fact that I make content, I produce things that I want to see in the world. And I feel like that's a that's the problem a lot of content creators run into is they'll be like, oh, I don't watch my own stuff. I don't like my own stuff. And I'm like, no, you got to be proud of what you make and you got to at least have some semblance of enjoyment when it comes to, you know, enjoying what you make. And I don't listen to every podcast I produce. I very rarely do, in fact, unless it's a big deal like the 100th episode of Opposite Attractions we just released or maybe like the live show at Dragon Con. I usually don't listen to them. I just kind of have confidence that I'm going to put it out into the world and it'll be good. But today... I sat down at work, I run through the myriad of podcasts I listen to, and I just said, you know what, let's go back and listen to some old episodes of A Load of BS. And they they were great. I enjoyed them. I loved them. Because, I mean, if I can't enjoy them, how do I know anybody else can enjoy them? You know, I feel like you have to love your work. Otherwise, it, it, honey, if you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? I'm just really happy that I produce content that even after sitting there and having to edit it for like one, two hours and spending so much time with it, I can still go back and enjoy listening to it. So that's what I'm grateful for today. And now, what did I do today that was awesome? And it goes back to what we talked about last week where me and Emily sat down and she said that I, I basically, I wasn't pulling my weight at home. And I agreed with that. I mean, I'm, I'm usually extremely tired and that's the excuse I tell myself. But at the same time, I still need to pull my own weight. And today, that weight was pulled. I got up, I cleaned the kitchen, I put up all the dishes, cleaned the living room, made it look really nice and kind of lived in. And I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but I like cleaning the living room and I like cleaning the house because then it feels like my home. It doesn't feel like the place that I go where my wife lives and I stay and sleep at. So I liked getting up today and working on everything and cleaning everything up and all of that was a really really good time and I found a way to listen to podcasts like that was the one thing I've always kind of I felt bad about is the fact that I'm a podcaster but I don't listen to a lot of podcasts I listen to the McElroy family of products I listen to the flop house um, blank check on occasion if I if I'm in the mood but for the most part I don't listen to a lot of podcasts mostly because I don't have time Well, now I have time, and it's the time that I spend cleaning the house. And luckily, 
Ripley was just so good today, y'all. Ripley was amazing. She was a trooper. She would just sit in her crib and play or take a nap while Daddy got to go around the house and do the cleaning that he so sorely needed to do. So that's what I did today that was awesome, was actually clean. Because that's something that I've always been bad about. Now, what did I do today that wasn't awesome? And that, it was another one of those days where it was hard to figure out something that I did that wasn't awesome. And uh, I did eat candy again, so I did cheat on my diet again. Like I said I would yesterday. But the thing I really did that's not awesome and that I really want to get back into is I didn't meditate. And I haven't meditated in a very, very long time. And I think we, we've talked about it on the show, how important I feel like that is. It's, it's the workout that your brain and that your spirit needs to really help get you through the day. And it's one of those things that I'm always worried about because I've got a baby or I've got stuff to work on. And I'm always afraid that like if I start meditating, I will either end up tired because it is a very calming, restful practice that I get into, or that uh, the baby's going to start crying or something, or someone's going to call, or I'm going to get a text, and I'm always worried about interrupting my meditation, and that needs to be something that I put to the back of my mind, because at the end of the day, it's probably going to get interrupted, but that doesn't mean that it's any less valid than it would be if I got like in a full 15-minute practice. And so it's something I really want to get a lot better about. And I feel like today is the day I'm finally going to call myself out on it. Because everything else I'm good with, like studying French or doing my um, my little study routine, I'm easy with that. Taking my vitamins, I'm easy with that. All of my normal routine stuff, I'm usually really good with. And I feel like it's because I think I can take a break during it. But I feel like I could take a break during meditation as well. It's something that I, I need to do, I strive to do, and to, I'm calling my damn self out. Self, do your meditation. So that's where I'm at right now. And now finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today I tried something new, and it is uh, pore pain painting. If nobody knows what pore painting is, essentially it's you sit down, mix up a lot of acrylic paint, uh, white gesso, and then you pour it over a canvas and you make this beautiful kind of marble design. There are multiple different techniques you can use to really make these beautiful paintings, and I'd never tried it before. And today, while I was cleaning, I found this... M. And it was an M that we always said that we were going to decorate, put out the front door so the Moore family would be announced. This is the M for Moore for the family. And today I finally sat down and said, I'm going to paint it. And I mixed together. I, I didn't... I, Full uh, <laughs> uh, full disclosure, I did not have everything I needed. I did not have white gesso. I didn't have anything to thin the paint out. But I still did what I could. And I ended up with this really beautiful kind of like galaxy glittery design. And I can't wait. I may put a picture of it on Instagram. I, I don't know. Let me know if you guys want to see it. And I'll post a picture for you guys. But yeah, it turned out really awesome. I tried something I'd never done before. And I ended up making some beautiful art. And it was art for me. It wasn't art for me to like put out on display like the majority of what I create. And it's really nice to just make art for yourself for once. And that's that's how I felt today was I got to make some art for me. I got to clean the house. I had a really good day, y'all. I'm really happy about it. I can only hope I can carry this energy into tomorrow. And uh, for now, I'm going to go inside, see if that poor painting has has dried yet because I don't think it has but for now I will see you guys tomorrow
Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had, I just had a day. I mean, I, I, I do like getting at this point now where I kind of just like evaluate each day, <laughs> like differently, like, oh, I had a bad day, I had a good day. I want to get to a point where I'm like, today was a 9 out of 10, today was an 8 out of 10. Like, I want to get to that evaluation period, because then, and this just shows how nerdy I am, I'm like, I could make a spreadsheet, and I could put like all of the 9 out of 10 days together and see what they have in common, put all the bad days together, see what they have in common, and stuff like that. But I did realize something similar to that today which is and I guess this show is helping me realize that like Wednesdays I usually have good days Thursdays I usually sleep in which I did today it's weird looking at each day like Sundays are usually rough for me which is bad because that's the day that this show starts on so they always start on a bummer but yeah it's really interesting seeing because I believe I've read that there's like almost like a, a circadian rhythm to your emotions and to your to, uh, like how excited you are throughout the day so like like when you wake up that's the most important time to like do your best work because your mind is the sharpest and then like you'll wane and then you'll get better and then you go lower and I'm really interested to see like fully map that out but I I just have never had the time to so that's what this show's kind of helping me do but yeah other than that it was perfectly normal day I slept in like I said I got a lot of editing work done went to work uh, dressed as Maleficent again, which got a lot of attention, but I won't say good attention. Like, I had some people who were like, oh, that's awesome. But for the majority, it was a bunch of, like, Alabama people being like, all right, that's interesting, I guess. Because it, they're, they're seeing a man in, like, this black robe. <laughs> and so I'm sure they were very confused at that. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And it sucks that before I get into this, I have to bring up what I did today that wasn't awesome, which is I didn't eat again. And I don't know what it is that I just keep forgetting to eat. And it's a problem I've never had. But like I and I guess it's because the intermittent fasting is also affecting me to a point of like I usually go to work at four, which means if I forget to eat at two, I will forget all the way up until I'm at work, and then I'll go to work and maybe grab a snack when I go on break, and that's it. So then I end up having not eaten, and that's what happened today. I only had like two protein shakes, and I got done recording tonight, I got done editing, and then it was midnight, and my stomach just screamed at me like, hey, you forgot again. And I was like, well, thank you for reminding me. You've been bad about that in the past few days. And so I ended up caving and just going to Taco Bell. And I bought so much crap, y'all, like nacho cheese cups and cheesy roll-ups and burritos and everything. Which, you know, when you get a bag from Taco Bell that's like 15 pounds, it only costs like $2. But still, like, I, I don't feel happy. Like, I just ate it, and I'm I'm glad that I had Taco Bell. Taco Bell's always delicious, but also... I want to be at a point in my life where Taco Bell isn't delicious. Like, I remember I used to, when I would work out and exercise and diet and stuff, the smell of, like, Taco Bell or McDonald's would make me sick. And I want to get back to that point. I want to get back to the point where smelling fast food makes me feel disgust and not feel, oh, that would be good tonight. But... I will say one part of my Taco Bell experience is my thing that's awesome today, is the thing that I'm super grateful for today, and it's the fact that 
there's one person, and it might be multiple, but I know one specific person who works at the Taco Bell in Oxford. Taco Bell executives, if you're listening, I'm calling her out. Um, also, why are you listening? Go back to making the next like cheesy gordita fried burrito <laughs> explosion. But I swear to God, she sounds like someone working a Disney park ride. And so like I came up today and it's midnight. So you expect the person to be like, welcome to Taco Bell. How may I take you? <laughs> Just like fall asleep. No, instead I pull in at midnight and I hear, hi, how can I help you today? And now I'm completely thrown off, but I'm happy because she's exuding happiness, which is bringing out happiness in me. And, like, as I'm giving her my order, she's chuckling. And not in a mean way, just in a, well, you're really hungry, aren't you? And she sounds, her voice legitimately sounded like the people who, like, at the end of the Disney ride will just be like, all right, everybody, exit to the left and make sure to have an enjoyable day at Disney. Like, that's what it felt like. And I was at Taco Bell. And so... That's what I'm grateful for today is that one person, that one person who is going out there and doing her best to make whoever comes through that drive through window happy. And that's super rare in drive throughs Like I said, usually you get the, all right, welcome to the McDonald's. I'll, just, I'll take your order if you want. That's what you usually get. And you rarely ever get someone with this amount of energy and this amount of excitability. And she always makes me excited to go to Taco Bell because I'm like, yeah, I get to hang out with excited girl. And I've never talked to her. We've never had a conversation outside of the taco, what I want from the Taco Bell. But each time I just feel so excited because she makes me feel happy. Now, what did I do today? That was awesome. And today I... I did something that I haven't done in a long time, and that's try something new with editing. Because I've gotten my game down with editing. Like, I, I know exactly what to do. I, I hit the two-times speed button, clip out all the bad audio, look for any clicks where someone might have been typing or something, edit that out, and I'm good. But today, I wanted to do something extra special. It was for the WWE 2K20 review, because we we said that, we're probably not going to start playing 2K20 for Fight Boys. And I know, once again, if you guys don't care about wrestling, feel free to skip ahead. It's okay. But it's such a bad game that we were like, we have to bring it up, right? We have to talk about it. And so we filmed a video just editing it. And it was the one I talked about last week where I wasn't fully present. And it took a while to edit all of the crap out. But I eventually did. And I just went, it's not enough. It needs something. It needs a little extra pepper on there. And I and I put the pepper on there in the form of the scene from The Wolf of Wall Street where Jordan just goes, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And I took it and I edited um, like green text saying fight boys over Jordan Belfort. And then as it was cutting to the audience cheering, I was like putting in names of our wrestlers and names of our patrons on Patreon and just editing it all together and having it all move. And it looked amazing and it's super hilarious. And yeah, I'm really excited for that video to come out. And it's something that I can't wait to get to a point where I don't have to have a job outside of podcasting because then I can then I can start doing weird, goofy stuff like that every single week. And that's what I want to get to is get to a point where 
I don't have to edit it two times speed and I don't have to edit without I, I want to get to a point where I can have the courage to make those kind of weird choices and have the time to follow through on them because I want to be able to do a lot more weird goofy podcasts I want to be able to I want to be able to produce more interesting content and more exciting stuff and today was just a preview of the stuff that I'm gonna be able to do in the future when I do eventually get to where I want to be and that was exciting for me now we already talked about what I did that wasn't awesome and it involved a whole bag of Taco Bell but so now we can just uh, get into how I helped myself today and today it wasn't so much something I did to help myself that I don't do normally but it was something that someone brought up to me as a way I've been helping myself and it's something that I had never really considered but one of my coworkers at work was like, yeah, they get mad at me for going to the bathroom all the time, but I need it because I have like these mini anxiety attacks. So I go to the bathroom to calm down. And that's when I realized, oh, crap, that's why I go to the bathroom so much. Because when I'm at work, I will usually like chug water to force myself to have to pee so I can then go to the bathroom. And I just always thought of it as me being lazy until today where I realized like, no, it's because I feel like crap, I feel super anxious, and I can just go to the bathroom for a few minutes, rest, collect myself, and relax, and that's some that's a way I've been helping myself for a very long time at that job, because like I've had jobs where I could go through the entire day, not take a break once, and feel perfectly fine. This ain't a job like that, y'all. This is a job where you need your moments. You need your your seconds to collect yourself. And apparently, I've been doing it for a long time and just not realizing that's why I was doing it. I've been doing it just out of me being like, I'm, I have to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to go to the bathroom. But now once he brought up like, oh, yeah, I do it because of my anxiety, everything clicked at once. And I said, oh, that's why I go to the bathroom so much. And so it was a really cool realization of like, oh, that's a way that I help myself that I didn't even realize. So yeah, you guys may be doing stuff to help yourself and you don't even realize that it's helping you. So keep your eyes open. You don't, you never know what could be helping you today. But for now, I'm at home. I actually haven't even been driving because I basically ate shame secret midnight Taco Bell in my car. So now I'm going to go inside, take some medicines do some puzzles, kiss my wife, and I'm going to go to bed. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and it's super cold. We are actually in a freeze warning here in Alabama, in the south. We have a freeze warning, and it sucks. So I'm going to try to get home as soon as possible so I don't have to spend a lot of time in this super cold car. But uh, for now, I had a pretty, I, I had a good day and a bad day. I had a bad day because poor Ripley, I don't know what was wrong with her, if she was gassy or what, but she was grumpy all morning. Like, from when I woke up to when I left for work, she was so grumpy, and that meant, like, every five, ten minutes she would be crying and then I would have to base it essentially kind of becomes like a little video game you get to play with yourself which is okay 
it, feeding her didn't work last time, so maybe it's a diaper. Oh, no, it's not the diaper. And just kind of putting her in different situations and see which one fit for what she wanted in that moment. So that wasn't good. But what was good was I managed to get all of my routine stuff done, like even meditation. I will say, you remember how I was talking about meditation and saying, like, I don't like doing it because I feel like it'll get interrupted? Oh, yeah, you know Ripley was interrupting my meditation sesh today. Um, But still, I tried, and I tried to do it, so that's all that really matters, is I put in the effort, I put in the time, and I don't know, I feel better for it. I feel like I had a better day. I was a little bit more equipped to deal with the different stresses that came with today, so that was really good. Also, I got to take an ASMR nap, which I know sounds like... It should just be the same as a normal nap, but no, an ASMR nap is almost like a a magical spell comes down upon you, and you have no choice but to take a nap, and so I got to have me one of those, but for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for today, and I know they didn't do this, so I would shout them out on the show, but I'm still going to shout them out, my mom and dad are who I'm grateful for today, because... As I talked about a few weeks ago, Emily got into a car wreck. The car got put in the shop, and it's been in the shop for like two weeks now. It just now got out of the shop. And apparently, before anybody else was able to make it to the car shop, my dad was there. He picked up the car. He paid for it and brought it to our house. And despite the fact that me and Emily both had money saved up, like ready to go, my dad goes, absolutely not. I'm going to pay for this for you guys. So that, and that's just it. That's the kind of people they are. They always are there to help. They're always there to lend a helping hand. Like if they loan money out, they don't expect it back immediately or don't put like weird, almost like they're, they're a bank loan requirements on it. They're just like, Hey, here's some money and pay me back whatever you can pay me back. And that's the kind of people they are. And they're great. And they, they will do whatever it takes to make sure that you're having a good time and that life doesn't suck for you. And that's the kind of lessons that I took from them. And I try to to like push that for myself is try to make sure everyone else has a good time because if everyone else has a good time then you have a good time if you help others you're also helping yourself and that's something I firmly believe in being good towards others is also being good to yourself and that's something I learned from my mom and dad so yeah I'm super grateful for mom and dad this week now what did I do today that's awesome and today I'm started something crazy so, I don't know if anybody out there has heard of NaNoWriMo, I think is how you pronounce it, but it's a thing on Twitter where, basically, I've not got the full gist of it, but I believe it's you try to write, like, your own little small story in 28 days. So, you try to write, like, a, I think it's a novel. I think it's National Novel Remo. I don't know what the rest is. Um, but, you try to make a novel in 28 days. That is not what I'm trying to do. However, I did start the podcast movement 28-day launch your podcast uh, class, and that was something that I was like, I've done five shows. Why do I need to know how to launch a podcast? I've done it so many times until I realized, no, I'm good at the podcast part. I'm just not good at the launch part. I'm not good at drumming up interest on social media. So I started that, and hopefully it's going to turn out really awesome. I'm really excited for the show that I'm going to launch. Uh, I've already teased it a few times, but it's going to be my uh, my audio drama. 
because I'm sick and tired of the fact that I haven't been able to write lately, so I'm going to do an audio drama to kind of get that, get all that out, get all my writing ambitions out, and it's going to turn out really, really cool, so I hope you guys will join me on that journey as well, but now what did I do today that's not awesome, and y'all, I ate Sonic, I ate Sonic again, like, there's something about, like, Taco Bell, I can go there and still feel a twinge of pride, because at least, you know, if you want cheap, fast tacos, Taco Bell is number one. Sonic's not even, like, top five best fast food restaurants. They are very low tier, but they're one of the few that are on my way home, so I just stopped in, I got some jalapeno poppers, pretzel sticks, they have fried macaroni and cheese, And fun fact, y'all, it's real bad. Don't get it. It's really bad. Do not get Sonic's fried mac and cheese. But I, I did. And I've been bad about cheating on my diet for like this entire week, for like the past two weeks. And I'm trying to think back to when I first lost all my weight freshman year of college and trying to figure out like, what did I do then that I'm not doing now? And I feel like then I, I A, forgave myself a lot more And B, I was still a beginner, so I didn't try to, I didn't try to give myself advanced lessons or do advanced things with my diet. It was just like, I'm not going to drink milk and I'm not going to ingest gluten. And that helped me lose like 75 pounds. And it was simple and quick, but now I'm trying to like throw gimmicks into it and, you know, being like, okay, but I'm going to do intermittent fasting, but I also do veganism, but I'll throw in keto on winter. Like, you know, I feel like I'm getting too overtly complicated with it. And also I realized that I'm just not eating stuff when I'm eating healthy. I'm not eating stuff that I like. Like, even the protein powder that we bought for my shakes, my vegan protein powder, is absolutely terrible. It's the worst protein powder I've ever had in my whole life. And even back when I was, like, doing the ketogenic diet and stuff, when I had a protein shake, I got, like, the best tasting. I mean, like, some Pulp Fiction, some quality gourmet protein powder like uh, that was just what I did because I knew if it was bad it would be harder for me to stick to it and I'm learning that right now so I need I need to find a way to make the diet easier on me because as of right now I'm I was I'm just slowly making it harder and harder on myself of like all right you're gonna be vegan so all your favorite foods are gone now and you're only gonna drink this crappy protein powder but now you're not allowed to do it till two in the afternoon and you'll forget most of the time because you're busy dealing with a baby i'm making it impossible for me to succeed and i feel like today's one of those days where i just need to be like it's okay make it easier on yourself and and it will come. If you make it, I'm at a point right now where I have to make it easy or else it won't happen at all. And now, speaking of the physical health standpoint, let's talk about what I did today to help myself, and it's that I worked out. And I took working out much more from that that keep it simple, stupid standpoint because instead of doing like a 30-minute yoga routine or trying to jump into weightlifting, I, all I literally did was I went and I did 20 squats, um, a 25-second plank, I did some push-ups, I did some lunges, I did some very simple, easy-to-do uh, exercises, and I feel like that's what's going to carry me through is the fact that I used to do these like 
15 to 30 minute exercise routines and that was fine for when I had a lot of super discipline you know and that discipline was able to carry me through but right now I'm not at a point where between having the baby and everything else I'm not at a point where that discipline is as easily readily available I feel like my discipline meter is running low so I need to make it as easy as I can for myself so I made my workout super easy and despite that I still feel sore I still have got like sore um, sore quads and sore chest muscles and it feels good that is the one thing I'll say about working out I know if I overdo it it sucks but just having like that twinge of soreness in my legs and like that that small hint of ooh I did something it feels really good like I know it, it, my legs hurt but for some reason they're also much more mobile than they've ever been before like I went from having legs that were just like my little sticks that I teleported around on and now I'm like ooh I can I can lunge around and I can move my body in exotic ways I'm fancy and I'm really excited to get back into working out cuz I want to I want to build back up to where I was because I love to go into the gym and like lifting weights and doing all that. But I also know with a baby, I can't do that right now. And yoga, yoga is fine for when I'm in the mood for it, but it's not something I can keep up continuously. So just having this small body weight exercise routine, I think is going to get me back to where I need to go. So that's what I did to help myself today. And uh, actually, what have you done today to help yourself? Let me know on Twitter at Scotty Mo. I get to brag about myself all the time. I want you to tell me what you've done to help yourself. Let us know. We'll probably retweet, and I'll talk about it next week on the show. But uh, for now, I'm going to go inside, chug an entire gallon of water, and go to bed. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had, a, I had cake today. And I know we've been talking about how I don't, I, I need to get better on my diet, but I had cake today, so I'm super excited and super happy. I had cake and cookies, and I'm a chipper little boy. Also, I had a sales day that was amazing. So, you know, that whole 60 sales per hour, and I needed a certain amount of credit applications? Oh, I blew that out of the water today. Like, I think it ended up with. $2,500 in sales. I got two credit applications in addition to three that I've already gotten this week. So basically, I'm set. Their entire little, you've got 30 days to do this. I did it in half that so they can fight me. I don't care. And I will say, I honestly think they were just trying to use this as an excuse to fire me. Basically as a thought of like, yeah, there's no way he's going to be able to do this. So every time I passed by the manager who basically gave me this ultimatum, she wasn't like, congrats, you did it, or oh, thank God. She was just kind of staring at me like, ah, he, he did it. Yay, hooray, good for you, Scotty. <laughs> so I really, I kind of want to find a new job in between now and when that 30 days is up, just so I can be like, so they'll be like, you did it. You blew it out of the water. You passed with flying colors. And I can be like, yes, I am. I'm amazing. Probably an amazing salesperson. Anyways, I'd like to put in my two weeks notice right now. Just, I've, I want that moment. I need it. I can't remember if I've made that joke yet on this show, but I don't care. I'm super excited. Other than that, 
normal day, spent most of it at work, and didn't do much else, went home, edited a few things, and now I'm on my way home for what's going to be an amazing day tomorrow, but I'll explain that when I get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for, what's awesome today, and I gotta say, espionage cosmetics, so if you're like me, and you think, once again, it sounds like an ad, but I swear to God it's not, but if you're like me, and your nail polish just, like, chips after only a day of wearing it. Like, for Maleficent, I had black nail polish that literally the next day looked like hot garbage. Espionage Cosmetics is the company for you because they make these really cute nail wraps that are all, like, really geeky-themed. Like, the, I've got one that's literally, like, the text from, um... Oh god, what's what's the creepy guy with pin with what's the pinhead movie? Hellraiser. Like these amazing Hellraiser nails. They I had someone I went to podcast movement that actually like glowed in the dark. And that was amazing. Didn't know they glowed in the dark until I walked down Diagon Alley in Harry Potter World and then they just suddenly started glowing. So that was a cool experience where I thought I was a wizard. And today I actually applied some that look like um like D and D dice, like D twenties and D twelves and stuff like that it's really awesome so yeah espionage cosmetics they also sell eyeshadow that come in like the palette looks like a um a game boy cartridge and i haven't tried it out yet i need to but all i know their nail wraps are amazing like my nail polish will usually chip off and almost be gone within like five days the nail wraps will last for at least two weeks if not more and they always look super cool and a lot better than any nail art I could ever attempt to do. So yeah, Espionage Cosmetics is what I'm grateful for. Now what did I do today that's awesome? And what I did today that's awesome is I planned a date with my mom. And I know that sounds super lame. <laughs> but I, I mean, I haven't gotten to like hang out with just my mom in a very long time. It's usually like me, mom and dad, Emily, like the whole family's involved. And it's been a while since I've just been able to get one-on-one -on -one time with my mom. And tomorrow in Birmingham, Bianca Del Rio, one of my favorite drag queens, is performing. And mom loves her. I love her. So very last minute, I bought us tickets to go see her. So we're going to go up to Birmingham, probably go around shop a few, take her to... Uh, one of my favorite restaurants. I don't know which one yet. We're going to wait and probably pick tomorrow. But I'm excited because I get to go hang out with my mommy tomorrow. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's it's something that I'm not sure if it's not awesome or not. It, it I feel like if I feel like it's wrong, it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I have a lot of moments where I feel like I pass my moral line and I always just go to people and ask, like, is this an okay thing I did? Like, because my my moral high ground, it moves constantly. Like, sometimes I'll do skeevy stuff and be like, this is fine. And then sometimes I'll do something normal and totally calm. And I'll immediately be like, was that a bad idea? Did I do something wrong? But like I said, I got two credit applications today at work and one I had already gotten. And before work, I had talked to Emily basically saying like, hey, I need one. And she goes, oh, I'll get one of my friends to come down there and you can get her to apply for it. And it was a friend who was like, I don't want this to mess up my credit. I don't want to do this, but if it helps Scotty, I will. And... 
I don't know. I feel like after I got that first credit, I should have looked at them and been like, hey, I've already got one. You don't need to worry about this. I'll get the other one in November because I had all the way through November to get my fifth credit application. But instead, I didn't and just let her go through with it and got the second and now what would ultimately be the fifth credit, the one I needed. So, yes, it did finish my full mission, but at the same time, I I feel a little skeeved out because... They didn't fully want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it was literally just to help me. And I don't know. You guys, I, This is why I do this show. Because I'm like, can you guys help? I don't know if this was a bad thing or I did or not. Like, But, because um, other than that, the only bad thing I did today was eat cake and Kentucky Fried Chicken. So, I mean, I was like, I've talked way too much about my diet this week. I can't. So, what else did I do today that felt a little bit off? And that fell off to me, so I I wanted to bring it up. I'm not sure if it's a bad thing or not. I guess I'll leave it up to you guys to decide in your heart of hearts if I did a bad thing or not. Um, But for now, what did I do today to help myself? And today, I finished my Christmas list. And I'll be honest, it's probably going to keep evolving. Like, what I want for Christmas literally changes by the day. But uh, I went into Amazon, and apparently on your lists in Amazon, you can actually edit it and set, like, priority level. So now when my parents or Emily or whoever goes into that Amazon wish list, they can see, like, oh, he really wants this fridge, but he doesn't care that much about a new webcam, or he wants this. And as I was creating my Christmas list, I came up with an awesome idea for my studio. Because as of right now... My studio design is lacking. Like, like I've got an awesome webcam. I've got a very good microphone. I've got a great setup. It's just all you're doing is looking at my face and a few, like, posters I've thrown in the back for color. But nothing that really feels like a set. And today I figured out kind of the set that I want to make. And what I want to do eventually is get wood wallpaper and put it up behind me so it almost gives, like, a wood wooden cabin feel. And I want to get one of those globe mini bars, like those classic mini bars that are made with like this giant globe and put one of those in there and put like a little mini fridge that if I'm about to do like a load of BS or something to get into that good BS spirit, I can make like a rum and coke or something like that or a uh, a Moscow mule, whatever I'd want to make, I would have it all right there and I could move around a little bit more because I have a standing setup, which I like. It's kind of, it stopped me from, it's helped me focus basically because when you're sitting down, it's easy to kind of just look around and get a little bit lazy but if I'm standing I'm like I have to focus on the show I have to be in this moment and that's what standing has helped with but I feel like having these small little props around me a just to set the scene would help and b to give me like little mini things to do in the background during the show would help um, and, and I, I don't know. I feel like it's something that most people don't do in podcasting. Like I love watching people's like Twitch streams of their podcasts and seeing that they're like a crappy webcam set up in front of just their room and there's not really much design to the back of it. But I try my best to really think about the design of my webcam and what it looks like when I do the show. And I, I really want to improve it. Like I want to make it look awesome. I want to almost make it look like a Tonight Show-esque talk show set that I'm that I'm recording from. And, yeah, I'm super excited for it. 
I really hope that they come through. <laughs> that feels weird to say. I hope they come through on them Christmas presents. But I hope they do because I really want to improve my room. Because that's all Christmas is for me at this point is buying stuff to improve either the podcast for you guys or to improve my life in general. So for now, I'm going to get into my house and relax and rest and get ready to go see Bianca Del Rio tomorrow. I'm super scared because she's kind of an insult comic and I don't want to be insulted. I'm not going to lie. That's half the reason I got balcony tickets, yo. I was like, if we sit in the audience, she'll be able to call us out. But if we're up in a skybox, she won't be able to say crap about us. So I am. Um, uh, I will see you guys tomorrow for that. I'm super excited. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go inside, drink me some water, do me some good, good stuff, and I'll see you guys tomorrow, next week. You know the drill. It's been six episodes. I'm so amazed. So we did it! We saved the job! We saved the rec center! And by rec center, I mean my career that gives me money to help keep doing this. So, yeah, I like I said, kind of an unremarkable week, but otherwise, God, it was weird because, yes, it was unremarkable, but, like, my mental health stuff felt perfectly fine. And I think it was also because, like, like I said last week, a lot of my issues came from this weird uh, existential crisis I've been having since, like, literally last December. Like, I remember one time, like, the first time it happened, me just kind of shooting up in bed and looking out like, oh, this one's bad. This one's worse than I think it's ever been before. Like, such existential dread. And just finding that mantra of not today, not today, not today last week really helped me. And I think this show is helping me a lot as far as, like, my mental health stuff goes. Because usually I have to be, like, excited for something coming up, like going to WrestleMania or something like that, for me to not fall into that kind of sense of dread. But now I'm able to just kind of live and have these kind of weeks that unremarkable things can happen. And that's perfectly fine. Not every week has to be a week where I go to Google or go to Dragon Con or something like that. I like finally having a life where I don't freak out about the fact that like like December and November suck for me usually because these are the months where because I work in retail – I can't really go places. I can't really do a lot because I'm expected at work to deal with the heavy workload of people who are going to be coming in and shopping. And so I'm not allowed to take like super big trips like I like to do. So usually these are rough months for me. But thanks to this show, it's kind of helped me out a lot. Like it's helped me out dealing with stuff like that and helping me turn my life into a story. Like even as I was editing this, I was worried at first like, Wait a minute, this was an unremarkable week. Is the show over? Is this it? Have I have I given all I need to give? But no, that's that's not what life is. Life is not going to Google. Life is not going to Orlando trips every week. It's it's this. And I feel like that's something that this show is helping me accept and see kind of the beauty of the story of a normal person's life. And I hope it's helping you guys as well. But of course, as always, remember to support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Uh, once again, let me know what you guys would like to see on there. Like I said, I could put up uh, the unedited episodes, which 
Uh, honestly, I do edit out mostly just crap. So, I mean, if you want that, we could have that. I could have longer talks with you guys on there, like in front of the webcam, a little bit more personalized stuff. So let me know what you guys would like to see on Patreon or on our official merch site at merch.aloadedpurebs.com. So make sure to check all of that out. We only still have the one me again shirt, but I'm thinking I'm about to update it and put all of those, um, bomber jackets on there and i think once i put we'll probably have a me again bomber jacket a me again mug a few other things like that so let me know what you guys would like to see but until next time remember to send me your messages send me your questions send me your advice at scotty mo on twitter let me know how you helped yourself this week but until next time don't forget to be awesome and i won't forget to be me again